do like ASMR. Stocking count is down. Ten. No, nine. Gosh, two, three, two, From 10? How long are we going to be here? <laughs> 3, 2, 100, This is already a great that start. SpongeBob mean three this, years later. This is already a great start to the season. Stocking. Yes. yes. Stocking. You had, you had some gold tonight. You had some good, some real good gold. I always have good gold. Good. It's some this fool's gold, as Dan Pearson would call no, it. No, I always have good gold. Okay. Okay. We have Matt Randazzo, Corey Cuffler, Brian Stocking, and the newest member, I mean, not really new anymore, but new to football season. Yes. Camille, welcome to View from the West podcast. How you are you? Do you know Camille's Thank last you. name? No, I don't. I had to pause. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had the same pause. thing. I was like, there's no way he knows. I had to pause for a minute. I was like, I don't know. It's yeah. going to roll through. Well, so here we are. For you, it's super easy, and it's kind of sports related. It's gear. Like, Ge- that's okay. That's know. easy. Yeah. yeah. I see. I knew that. We follow uh, each other on Twitter. Now, okay. so I knew that. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. He's probably gotten it wrong before. So, Camille, did they, they sent you to Iowa tonight, correct? Yes. So I went. Right, well, that's no <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I went to Wilton and then I went to Muscatine. Okay. So, let's get a little quick background here. Where are you from? Okay. Where, like, what was the high school scene, high school football scene where you went to high school? And then what have you covered in your career so far? Okay, so I'm from uh, technically Franklin, Tennessee, but usually people out here don't know what the heck that means. So I tell people Nashville. Okay. Well, Franklin. Oh. Yeah, look at stock. Stocking knows everything. Yeah. Keep him quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a smaller town, uh, thirty minutes south of Nashville. So uh, for college, I went to the University of Tennessee. Go balls. Okay, never heard of that. So yeah. keep going. Just kidding. <laughs> and then um, my first job out of college was a really really small town called Hazard, Kentucky. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you ask like half our coworkers where am I from, they're not gonna know whether it's Tennessee or Kentucky. Because everyone just thinks it's the same. Wouldn't you guys say that? It's not, it's different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dukes of Hazard, right? Yeah. You never got yeah. that joke. They're like, whatever, it's the South. Like, it's all the same. Yeah. But that's okay, because that's what people from the South think the Midwest. Like, Iowa, Illinois, meh. But, yeah, fair <laughs> One enough. state, you know? Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, so um, at my old job, we like lived and died by high school football. So um, that was like our bread and butter. And then we covered University of Kentucky, too. So yeah. an SEC girl. So I'm excited to like see my first game at Kinnick and get you know see what the Big Ten's all about. Um, Big Ten's much better than the SEC. Ah, stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I will say: be prepared for covering a game at Kinnick. When they say the fans are right on top of the players, that also means yeah. the fans are right on top of you as a journalist trying to cover, walk the sideline. Yeah. It's impossible in Kinnick. Like, you're going to run into the punter who's trying to practice. You're going to run into the kicker and his net. It's just... It's One just, time it's... I just knocked her clearance out. <laughs> 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 Me too. Bad. Bad. No, they can hear me. It's okay. Yeah. Um, so actually, my for, where I went to college in Southern Illinois in Carbondale... So half of our market, not quite half, but stretched into Paducah, Kentucky. Okay, so, yeah, Western Kentucky. Yep. So I have a little, a little experience, a little knowledge of Kentucky. Although I'm not sure I was there very often because yeah. usually there. But anyway, welcome to the Instant Reacts podcast, Woo-hoo! where there's no editing, there's no <laughs> rules, and Stocking just says whatever he wants, whenever he wants, and Dazzle gets really mad I was about it. Say, and you trust Matt Randazzo to be on no editing? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. It's, it's all true. It's all true. So, Cuff and Dazzo, how did week one go? How did, let's judge Camille first, obviously, oh, then gosh. we'll go from there. 
<laughs> oh, you want me to start first? Don't sing my praise You just got twice. done saying we're not going to edit. For her first week, it was fine. There's growth. Everybody gets better from week one to week two. Not even fair. The similar question is like if your wife ever says, I got my hair done, what do you think? You don't just say fine. Well, no, it's, it's, she's beautiful yeah, then. Yeah. <laughs> but well, she's all right. She is. <laughs> I'm sorry I asked this no, question. She did great. She'll, yeah, absolutely. She'll do a great job. This is my two weeks' notice. <laughs> How did how did stocking do? Horrible. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I think Camille's done a great job. Putting it nicely. Average at best. Okay. Now, stock. I did hear you had you had some gold that was outside of the Metro Quad Cities. You got some. Uh, Give me, give me your. Let's start with the stocking gold here because it was Western Big Six related. Right, it was uh, Geneseo. They uh, were they're now fifty four and four in their last fifty eight openers. Most points they've scored in an opener since two thousand fifteen, dating they, back to nineteen fifty seven. Had they not, had they not given up a touchdown on the final play of the game, it would have been the first time they've had back to back shutouts in an opener. Since 2008, 2009. Run the clock quicker, please! <laughs> oh, Stock, you are in mid-season form already. Now, the question is, Camille, did you have anyone like Brian Stocking in Hazard, Kentucky? I don't think there's anyone. Oh, I bet you there's a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> like Brian Stocking in Kentucky. No, I don't think there's anyone that is comparable to the Brian Stocking. Come on. There is, that is very true. Stocking, run us down the Western Big Six. Let's start there. Let's get some final scores. Okay. Uh, Pekin defeated Rock Island tonight 56 to 20. Galesburg fell at Denlop 27 to 13. Quincy rallies from a 13 7 third quarter deficit. They beat Quincy Notre Dame at Notre Dame 21 13. Geneseo routes Chicago Noble Commerce 52 to 6. Uh, Sterling led 34 0 at halftime. They beat the Lakes 40 to 7. Moline holds on to beat St. Lawrence 27-21. LP upsets UT 31-21. And tomorrow, the Pioneers uh, roll up to Chicago where they will uh, circle the wagons against the Chicago Academy. I thought you were already making a prediction that Allman is going to roll. And I was like, that's a... No, I think they're going to win. Okay, there you go. But, yeah. I, you know, they you know circle the wagons. No one circles the wagons like the Allman Pioneers. Matt Randazzo, Allman graduate. When are the wagons circled? How does that process work? <laughs> Back you... in 1958, when Geneseo <laughs> was winning their first opener. <laughs> the, the pioneer with the whole outfit, did they have a wagon? Let's, let's... None, none of that ever happens. No. <laughs> it's just a mascot, man. Well, you need to get a wagon then. Well, yeah, we should. We'll work on it. Katie, bar the door. Yeah, yes. Katie, bar yes. the door, get yes. the wagon, and then you know, you're, you're good to go. Dazzo, what stands out to you in the Western Big Six on a Friday night? Probably Sterling. Yeah, like I went into this thinking, and we had our we had our um, preview. I think I picked Moline to win the Western Big Six, and I'm not saying they're not going to, but just extremely impressed with Sterling. And from the highlights I saw, and you, you probably know more stock, but they um, both quarterbacks, and they're going to play two quarterbacks. That's what they always do: Kale Ryan and um, T.J. Schilling, John, JP, John JP. Paul, John Paul Schilling, and they both scored two rushing touchdowns tonight. Yeah, so that, I mean, it seemed like. They're going to be that's that's kind of what they do at quarterback, and they're going to be mobile and they're going to throw it. Um, yeah, just extremely impressed. And then to to beat a quality team like that, and not give up too many points. I think it was a late touchdown. That um, so yeah, extremely impressed by by Sterling. And then um, I think there's still going to be parity in the Western Big Six. 
because I, yeah, I just, I, I wanted a few more wins, but I think there's obviously it's week one in the season and all that kind of stuff. We'll see what Alma does tomorrow. And then Geneseo. I mean, that's probably not a very good Chicago Noble team, but that's an impressive victory. They did this last year. They got off to a 2-0 start. Next week, they have a, a really good game. Um, the coach that filled in for Larry Johnson at the banquet kind of mentioned it. I want to say they're up close to Wisconsin or in Wisconsin. Gray's Lake Central is the okay. school name. Okay. And if you look at three of the four teams that won the Western that won tonight in the Western Big Six, three of them have very difficult road games next week. Uh, Sterling goes to Wheaton St. Francis. Wheaton. That's why I said Wheaton St. Francis. <laughs> uh, Geneseo goes to Grace Lake Central. Moline plays Lyle Bennett. Quincy, I think, plays at Alton. No, I think they host Alton. But three of the four that win are going on the road, playing tough opponents. It's going to be interesting to see how many teams in the Western Big Six go to a no. Last year, it was only two teams, United Township oh, and Geneseo. So Sterling goes where? Wheaton, St. Francis. <clears throat> and then um, Moline's up there, too. At Lyle, Lyle Bennett. How close are those two schools? <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of a swim already. Right. Thinking, <laughs> how get these two best teams in the Western Big Six. We got to get highlights from Camille, pack up the car. Yeah. <laughs> pack up the gear. I'll leave right now. Oh, I, I get it. Did you, did you mean to do that? or That's that, cute. Thank you for setting that up. <laughs> Cuff, what'd you see tonight? Well, I watched the Moline. They're really good. I was at the Moline game. Um, one thing that I think that, and Mike Morrissey's not going to like this, but it seemed like Grant Sibley was under pressure quite a bit. Um so I don't know if that was something that the line just needs to gel a little bit more or what, but they were able to run the ball really well in the first half. They had over 176 yards rushing in the first half. Uh, they broke a couple big plays. Defensively, they looked really good. Um, I know they gave up 21 points, but St. Lawrence can throw the ball. They can, they can sling it around the field a little bit. The other thing that really impressed me was I was worried to see what Sterling's defense would look at, like without Mike LeMay as their defensive coordinator, mm -hmm. and they were impressive. So they're not, I don't think they're going to miss a beat. They're going to miss him, obviously, but I don't know who the defensive coordinator is, but it seemed like he stepped in and their defense is going to be pretty good again. Riley Fuller ran for three touchdowns tonight for Moline. He's going to be a major part of their offense. Yep, seems like that's the guy we talked about going starting, into the season. I, I think the starting running back will be a big part of the offense as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but it, I mean, if they if he doesn't run for that, they're gonna they're gonna have to throw a lot, and I'm not sure if they're ready to start having their having Sibley throw a lot. Don't to make Morrissey games. mad again. He's already he already. Hates I told him he already that, hates you. I, well, that's true. <laughs> a no, lot of people kidding. hate me, but um, the thing though is is. I did say they would win the Western Big Six, and I'm gonna stick. I'm sticking with it. They're gonna win the Western Big Six. There you go. Even there though they'll probably lose to UT. So, <laughs> wow, you're still, <laughs> you're still, still on that. Still holding that. You know, that made a lot of buzz at the Western Big Six banquet. Yes. That was what a lot of people were talking about. You made some friends and some enemies all <laughs> at the same time. That's, that's, that's typical. <laughs> yeah. That's, yep. Yep. Uh, so two tough road losses for United Township and Rock Island. I think the United Township one, if we're being totally honest, that one hurts because next week they go to Mount Carmel, which is no, a real... they go to Chicago Loyola. Or Loyola. sorry, what I say? Loyola. Mount Carmel. Mount Carmel. Yeah, Loyola Academy. They're so, going to a really good school. Yeah. They're going yeah. to a really good football program. So that becomes a tough, even more important game because they're 0-1 now 
potentially facing 0-2. I mean, no, no, nothing's impossible, but... You know, I think well, when we're see, looking at records, it's... you can start looking at, and yeah, obviously, don't put a card ahead of horse for next week. But then you're looking at in the or western, the wagons in, in for that matter. Cars. You don't want to put the wagons in the anywhere. Western Big Six. You can start breaking it down in the Western Big Six. They they got seven games. Got to get five. Got to get five of yeah. the schedule, and then yep. you start breaking that down. And it gets difficult. So, um, but yeah, I still think we've seen so many teams kind of struggle week one. Mercer County, we'll talk about a little bit coming up, but last year they struggled I mean, week one, and then mm-hmm. earlier in the season, they're really good in the rest of the season, and obviously they're doing really good right now. So you don't want to put too much, as our good friend Zach Johnson says, you can't <laughs> lose a golf tournament on a Thursday, you can't lose a season on just one week and yep. one week one and stuff yep. like that. So um, positive thinking, and that team's got talent, but they're young still. They're yeah. still a young football team, yeah. and and so we'll see. I did have to say Matthew Swag Kelly on TV tonight. I heard it. I love it. Yeah, did, I kinda, yeah, did, I, did, I, did I do it or did I sound like an old? You got it. You guys just say it with confidence. Yeah. You guys go for it. You know. Yeah. Well, Friday Night Drive had predicted that LP was going to win that game, so it was sort of an up. I mean, even though they were picked by Friday Night Drive, I, you know, it was sort of an upset. I was sort of stunned with how many points Rocky gave up tonight against Pekin. How many did they give up? Fifty six. At least it wasn't getting gashed tonight. Okay. That's Clutch, Clutch Sports um Twitter site. Showed a couple of the runs by uh, their, their Alton running back. No, and they didn't play Pekin. Alton. I mean, Pekin. I'm sorry, Pekin. <laughs> but you got to remember, Pekin. he's he's a D one running back. Yeah, that I mean, running back. He, he's really good. I'm not up. saying that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just saying that from what I saw, you know, he was getting uh, through the line pretty easy. Yeah, usually they put highlights on on Twitter, so you're gonna see <laughs> highlights of them doing really well. I get what you're saying, the defense, and like, but I think it wasn't. It got out of hand. It seemed late. I know there was a pick six late. That 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 doesn't isn't yeah, attributed to it the was defense. Thirteen and that and the pick six would made it. If it they made did thirty five, yeah, if yeah. they score there. So I mean, obviously that final score I think is a little bit misleading. I think you can get some positive out of that game. I think Pekin's a good football team, and they lost to them last year, and they yeah. still had a good season last year and all that kind of stuff. Obviously not the way they wanted to start the season, but what was the final 56 I don't think that's indicative of. The, and you were monitoring it, how close of a game. It was, and, and we'll go back to that. I mean, the pick six is something that's going to swing a game from getting back within a touchdown to all of a sudden you're down three touchdowns again. So, um, and where are they? They're at home next week against, against Dunlap, the team that beat Galesburg tonight, mm-hmm. 27-13. 27-13. And it's going to be a that's going to be a big game for Rocky. They beat them down there last year. Uh, yeah, yes, Rocky did. Yeah. Yes, they yep. did. Yep. All right, Stock, are we ready to transition to the Three Rivers Athletic Conference? Always. That's my home conference. That is your home mm-hmm. conference. Not this year. Riverdale is that means is, you have to sit even, out this year too. Even though Riverdale is <laughs> no, even though Riverdale is laying out this year, and I love Guy Derricks, and I'm not making fun of Riverdale. It's sure, more, you are. It's more stuff. You are not getting getting alumni uh, calendars from them, but Riverdale is laying out this year. Son of a gun, and. Um, <laughs> But it is still my home conference. That is the conference that I grew up in. Well, with that five-minute explanation, let's hear some scores. Monmouth right. <laughs> Roseville beats Kiwani 22-16. Peruse beats, struggled with Sherrard, but held on to, be, to win 
Newman beat Morrison 28-6. Orion uh, beat Hall 42-14. Erie Prophetstown in a shootout beats Mendota 54-34. Princeton beats Rockridge 41-22. And Villa Grove beat Bureau Valley 33-12. That's who Riverdale would have hosted in the season opener, but they're laying out this year. Correct. Correct. They're laying out this year. That is an interesting <laughs> it, phrase. Yeah, it's an interesting but, way to put that. But yes, yes you're, not, you're not incorrect. Um, I was at Monmouth-Roseville-Kiwani, which in my mind, that was the marquee matchup, maybe in all of our area mm-hmm. for week one. Sure. Because it's two playoff teams from last year. I think two teams that have their sights set on the playoffs again this year. The game, it, it, it matched, I think, the hype. Yeah. And I think it was... One of those games where Jeremy Adolphson said it in your um, in your uh, interview post game on the score tonight that maybe it wasn't their best game. I think they left thinking we got away with this one. We won a game where we didn't play our best, but it's better to walk away and learn some things from a game we win than a game we didn't. You know, the game yeah. we lost. I think that it applies to both teams. I think Monmouth Roseville is learning a little bit on the job. There's some players that are filling in now, and they're going to get up to speed really quickly. They're they're a team with talented players on both sides of the ball. Guys playing both ways, but talented on both sides of the ball. Kiwani, I think, is trying to figure some things out as well. I think they have Brady Clark at quarterback, mm-hmm. and he's an athlete for him, kicker for him. He kicked the big field goal yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, the game winner I against Plano. I said that name yep. the score. I'm like, boy, that sounds familiar. And that's, yeah, okay. Yep. So I think that they'll figure some things out, but I think it's a matter of just getting that game rep and getting guys comfortable in the new spots that they're in. Um, but great game in the in the Three Rivers Conference, and great win for Monmouth-Roseville. They were down 7-6 at the half. And I think even running off the sideline, Jeremy kind of stopped me and kind of made a mention of like, I hope you didn't see what we did in the first half. Like, you know, getting highlight-wise, making a joke about, you know, they didn't play their best, but they showed up in the second half. They made plays when they needed to. And, man, they got some explosive athletes. I think it's uh, Jerome Johnson and is it C.J. Johnson yep. and uh, Silas Braun. I mean, those those three, they they kind of run the show. Is it is it Jerome Jackson or Jerome Johnson? I now I'm now I'm blanking. It's on, Johnson. It I Johnson. I read yeah. I read the highlights. There you go. Yeah. But Johnson. but you're you're relying on me that I got it right in the script. Well, yeah. As well, if so. you got it wrong, then we're all screwed, right? Like <laughs> yeah, that's true. If you were listening to the preseason podcast that you guys did on View from the West, I was listening to it actually because yes. I, 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 I was talking I was talking to the rest of he the crew. He recorded it and then he just replays <laughs> it over and over. Again. Well, but no, you and Mitch both talked up how well Monmouth Roosevelt was going to be this season. And they really uh, showed it tonight because this is a game they probably in the past might have lost, but they've got that maturity and that confidence to win, to dig deep and win games like this. So, you know, we, you talked you guys, you talked about the uh, podcast in the preseason and showed tonight. I think this is one of those games where it's almost unfortunate that was week one, because I feel like if we're talking about this game in week six or seven, it's so many playoff implications right. and so many divisional championships on the line. And it just, it happens in week one. And we'll, you know, at this point, you don't know what's going to happen, but it felt like it was a really important game based on what Kiwani and Monmouth Roseville did a year ago. All right, Stocking, what other, what other scores? What, what, who do they play next week, those two? Oh, I'm I mean, intrigued. Stocking is now opening one of four notebooks. He's going to the 22-23 schedules, handwritten. Okay, um, Kiwani is home against Morrison, and um, 
Monmouth Roosevelt is at Hall. Okay. 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 So that would, be, that would be an interesting... So when did you write all that down? During the summer. I want someone to take a picture of this and appreciate hours? that literally no one opened their phones, no one looked up anything online, Stocking opened up a notebook inside of a binder filled with at least 20 plus pages worth of handwritten notes. Stocking, you are... You are a thing of beauty. It, it's, you guys should see what he comes into work with. Well, we he's like moving in. <laughs> no, it's, he is as, I, he is like as old bags. school as it gets yes. it, when it comes I love to information. It. I travel heavy. Well, That's all I have to say. Where, how many hours a day did you work on schedules in the summer? A couple three. A couple three. A so couple six? three. So what does six? that mean? That would be well, a couple three. three would be so that, yeah, it would be six. Yeah. Okay. Good math. Yeah. Um, nine. Not. Were you just like laying out, by the, laying out by the pool? Or uh, I don't have a pool. Okay. Uh, Actually, it's kiddie pool. I was thinking like. <laughs> were you doing summer school? Oh, can you imagine? And I looking know. Up? But um, the thing though is, is this year was an easier year because the schedules mostly flipped from last year. The Correct. Team. We still had to write so, them down. Yeah, but, but next year it's gonna be an even harder because all the schedules change. It's not like, oh yeah, this is. Do you know different. you could just like copy and paste it from one website to like a uh, to a, a word document and then just be done, print it out. Yeah, but I like writing it out. He appreciates the handwritten calligraphy that yeah, comes it's, with. It's all about the penmanship. <laughs> that is, that's right, that's right. Uh, uh, yeah, like a doctor. Um, Bruce St. B. <laughs> doctor tonight. Stock. Bruce St. B. Tonight. John Brady. Yep. Four rushing touchdowns tonight. The last one came up with about a minute to go to put away Sherrard. Sherrard really gave a game effort, lost at home, but that they have a lot to, they have a lot to look forward to this year. I Brandon Johnson has them going in the right direction. Oh, yeah. There's oh, just absolutely. a lot of you just you have those good vibes around that program. Like I think they're moving in the right direction. And what I've heard is there's talent, young talent in the, yeah. in the program yes. too. Like even seventh and eighth grade. Away. Yeah, yeah. And yeah numbers are up and that's coming and all that kind of stuff. So what's Jace Gardner had a big game for Erie Prophets Towns. They beat Mendota. They won eight in a row. That's another matchup. Two playoff teams from a year ago meeting up. Yep. Yep. Um, Can we talk about Princeton and um, Rock Ridge? Yes. Wow. Because Rock Ridge battled and played really well through most of that game. Um, Princeton pulls away. I think it was 21-14 at the half and then two quick touchdowns and yeah, I don't want to say Katie barred the door or anything, but like Katie, Katie barred the door. And, and so close in the Katie, second. Katie hands on the door. Katie has on the door. Katie has on the door. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Princeton, Brady Byers had a pick six and a TD run, and that was key for them. And then in the second half, it was Tegan Davis. He had two touchdowns and uh, put the game on ice. For Princeton. What can't he do? Like, I feel like I've been here three days and I've heard that name a thousand times. Yeah, we've heard that he's name. very good. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. yeah. He's going to be senior. He's senior right. He's, I think he's senior, senior, senior now, senior, but he yeah. was he was making plays as a sophomore yeah, yeah. Yes. as like a slot wide receiver. receiver. Yes. Yeah. yeah. State champion in the high jump. High jump. Yeah. And Newman, I thought Newman was going to be on upset alert tonight because they were at Morrison and Morrison had yeah, Danny Mao and a few other. <laughs> Danny Mao and some uh, Carson Strading back. I thought Newman really was going to be an upseller because they had lost so much. And the blue machine keeps rolling on. And Coach LeMay said, Stocking, you are wrong. <laughs> well, they they keep they keep rolling on. The blue machine does not. Uh, Newman Newman is 24-3 and three in their last 27 road games. Man, stop. That's after being, that's including two and three in the last five. Dazzy, you got to give credit. That's like real gold. That's, yeah, that's actually... Good. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Often. <laughs> Stop, do you go to sleep at night and do you dream about football? 
No, well, I go to sleep. Stats. That's not, that's that's not stats. I know. The stats guy just thinks of stats all yeah. the time. You just I see numbers when you close I your know. eyes. I know like... it's late at night, but <laughs> <laughs> Blair from Facts of Life does not need to be part of this podcast. <laughs> you brought it up. Here I brought go. it up. I apologize. We're getting starting to get real punchy here. We're now after midnight, so you well, know he's been punchy, but yeah. Yeah. we're now well after midnight, actually. So. uh all right. What other did we have? We done the the three rivers. There's so yes. many. Orion, Orion played so well. many rivers. Orion played well. So Hall, Orion, Hall Orion with, Hall well. Chip, Chip Filet gets a win. Chip Filet got a win. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But actually, actually, so his son is quarterback now. Freshman quarterback. Kale. Two rushing, two passing touchdowns. Yes. Four total. He actually in their first drive led them right down the field. Uh, Cole Kratzberg did a great job running again, as, as you'd expect for them. Yep. Uh, scored their first touchdown. Hall actually took a 12-7 lead in that game, and then Orion uh, obviously came back and, and won no problem. So I can't remember if I talked about this last year or not. So my son takes baseball lessons over over in, over in Iowa. Where? And, yeah, no, it's it's on the View from the East podcast. Yeah. You hear that one? You know? from the East. Yeah, where you, uh, where so, the state in which you live. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so my son takes baseball lessons, and he it's kind of just rotating. You know, guys, kids come in and out, multiple ages. So my son's there, and he's finishing up, or he's he's getting there to start. And Cole Kratzberg is there oh. hitting as my son is there, like, warming up and we're throwing and stuff, and he's hitting, and he is just, I mean, dialed in, just crushing the ball. And my my 11-year-old, 10 at the time, his eyes are, like, so bug-eyed just watching this kid, like, holy cow. So I've told him, like, last year and now this year, like, watch this kid. Like, I'll show you his highlights. Like, this kid's a stud. Yeah. So yeah. 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 And super nice kid. Was very accommodating. Like, talked to my son after he was done nice. and stuff. So, yeah. Very so, cool. Very cool story. Yeah. Um, all right. What else? We we got through the three rivers. Yep. Now let's go to the Lincoln Trail. All of the trails. All of them yes. lead to one place. Um, Anawan Weathersfield beats United 35-16. to 16. Mm-hmm. Knoxville, huge over Princeville, 54-20. to 20. It seemed like every time I turned around, they were scoring another touchdown. How many times did you turn around? Uh, a lot, I guess. <laughs> uh, Mercer County defeated Farmington 24-8. Stark County was down 14-0 in Acomas, beat them 49-22. And Rova Williamsfield down 6-0 in A-Town after one. They were up 27-6 at halftime, beat them 41-12. So, Dazzo, people who watched the Scores Sunday high school preview, they heard me say that Rova Williamsfield was going to be good this year because I, I talked them up in the show, right? They heard that. Yes. <laughs> oh, hey, we're, well, we're short on time. We had to cut a few things. And so, to all of our Ro- Rova Williamsfield fans, I talked you up in the score, and then time constraints got the best of us, and it got cut but out because I knew you would repeat it over and over again. <laughs> because it's here. it's my it's yeah. my talking point. You, I'm excited you, about him. I get this the first text I get today. Maybe not the first, but I looked at my phone, and it's Greg, and he's like, uh, "Hey, if I get through my Monmouth my Monmouth swing, he's like, I may head over. I know I'm crazy, but I may head over and get a little bit of a." Uh, Rova Williamsfield. Where were they playing at? Oneida? They were at Oneida, so it would have been a 30-ish minute drive. Yeah, I really wanted problem, to do it. Yeah. I really wanted to do it, but Kiwani and Monmouth Roseville was still a good game, and I didn't get as many highlights before halftime as I thought I would. Nope. So I had to take off, or I had to stick around, but ooh, I thought about it. I did get three games last year to start the season, so I, I wanted to do it. but It, it just, can be done. 
It, yes, everything has to fall into place. It, though. it does have to, yeah, and especially when you get outside the metro area, it yes. really has to work out yeah, well. That's so, a, that's a my apologies game. to the Cougars. I will get, I will see a game of theirs this year. That field at Oneida is still beautiful, even though the the trees are gone. When's the last time? The good old the, the pine trees are gone, gone and that was beautiful. It made way for solar power, which I suppose is a good thing, but. The ambiance is a little yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, a little different. But uh, Roman Williamsfield, this was the second most points they've scored in their history because their history started last year. Oh, well, it's <laughs> only been a year. <laughs> I mean, come on. And now we're back to stupidity. <laughs> they scored 44 last cool year. They yeah, scored cool. 44 last year. This year they've scored But when you say it, you're like, that's the second point, most points they ever scored. People are like, oh, me. And then when they realize that that's for 10 games. Well, still, it's 10 games. I mean, it's important. So in this conference, I think the most impressive win is Mercer County. Let's talk about that. Let's get into yeah. Mercer County. You, you, go, yeah. you, host, or you go to Farmington last year, and I believe 41 nothing was the final score. They just ran them off the field. Yep. A lot of those players were back to, at Farmington this year. So yep. they have a lot of players returning. Mercer County just... Put one on them this week, and uh, what, what was the final stock? Twenty-four it was, to eight. I but it was twenty-two. It was twenty-two nothing. Twenty-two nothing. They got safety in the third quarter. Yeah, after so, I mean, it was that, that's eight. a big win for them and a statement win for maybe everybody else in the conference to be like, yep. hey, they're they're going to be good this year. Yeah, because that may very well be the best team in the Prairie Land, being Farmington, right? And yeah, and Mercer County played them really well, and. I, you know, listening to give a plug to WRMJ. I, I tell you what, to the game also. Uh, I tell you what, you get me out on Highway 67, and I got WRMJ on the radio. I got a polar pop in hand. <laughs> Things life is good. Listening to the pregame show at John Hoshite interviewing head coach Andrew Hofer, and he referenced Hofer's talked a lot about like they did not get off to a good start last year, and so looking at this year, and now part of it last year was. COVID related. COVID. Yeah. Well, they were, and that was in the first two weeks. I mean, yes. they, had, they had players that were out in week forfeit, one against four, Farmington, and then they know it was week two against Knoxville, they had a forfeit, yeah. and okay. then they were back for week three. So they, yeah. it was, COVID really hurt them last year. So, and we've talked about how strong they came out at the end, make a playoff run or made a playoff push, get into the playoffs, and they got guys back too. So, yes. you know, Farmington was, is a tough team, but they had guys back, and Hopefully they're healthy and they're ready to go. And they, they looked really good tonight. So the Genesee, I mean, not the Genesee, the Mercer County defense was outstanding tonight. Uh, time and again, they would turn Farmington away. And um, that was just an amazing performance by them. The one thing, though, is at the end of the first half, there was a penalty on Farmington for a late hit as time expired. And it was uh, administered not at the end of the half. But at the start of the third quarter, okay, on the yeah, kickoff. was it targeting? So no, it was an out. It was a late hit. hit. So okay. I'm I'm a little surprised though that they didn't give them a, another play. You know, usually the old you can't end the half on a defensive penalty. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. but um, with I want to get to Anwan Weathersfield. Yeah, let's go. Let's uh, go. Zeb. Rashid. Zeb, Zeb, Zeb Rashid. Zeb Rashid. Rashid. Zeb yes. Rashid. Okay, that's Rashid. Yeah, because there he was another. sister, Tori Rashid. Correct, yeah. Well, really good volleyball player, right? Correct. Zeb yes. ran for three touchdowns tonight. He did. He looked tough. He's only a sophomore, too. He looked really tough tonight. Yeah, yeah. and they uh, really won a big road game at United. Um, mm -hmm. Also, Stark County, they were down 14 nothing, And, yeah. you know, you're thinking, okay, they're going to get, you know, and they 
came back. That's because you're negative. Did, did they <laughs> go win? Did they go winless last year? Stark County. Did they have one win? I think they had one win. Yeah. So a, yeah. a good win for them to start off the season. And they went yeah. down momentum Com- builder. Yeah. Yep. They went down to Nokomis and just laid it on them after they, they were down fourteen nothing. It's like okay, and then all of a sudden it's like. 28, 35, 14. It's like, wow, Stark County really uh, showed something tonight. Yep. All right, Stock. So we are we through the LTC? I think so, unless you want to talk about more about Knoxville. But Knoxville rolled Princeville tonight. So it's going to be interesting to see how some of these teams in the Lincoln Trail moved on, are going to move on tonight. Stock's doing a great season. job with the show. <laughs> He's taking over. He's carrying now, the team. Knoxville had a lot of players to replace, and yeah. they have and apparently replaced them yeah. very well. So it's interesting to see where... Like Mercer County, Knoxville, Anawan Weathersfield, Rova Williams Field. Exactly. There's there's teams in there, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. Where's, Star, where's, Star where's, County where's, gets the win. Where's Rova Williams Field next week? Where do they play? Greg's going there. Let's go. Uh, let me find Get it. the notebook out. Don't be Princeville. Don't and be while, Princeville. He's doing that, <laughs> while he's doing that, doesn't Mercer County and Anawan Weathersfield play week nine of the season, I believe? Yes, they do. So. Which is, they've played in week nine before yes. with huge implications. It's awesome. That yeah. That's a that's, great rivalry to yeah. have in I week nine. I could have my phone out went to IHSA.org. Okay, no. Shush. Rova Williamsfield is at home on Saturday against Dupo. And Mirko is at Knoxville next week. Oh, boy. Oh boy, here we go. And they didn't play last year because business of COVID. is picking up, yeah. as good old this, JR would say. All right. I don't want to get shushed, so I'll just keep rolling along here. Stock, let's roll through all the scores in the NUIC. Okay, Fulton beat Galena 31 to 12. Yep. Um Forreston beat Stockton 44-14. Lee Wynn beat EPC 60 to 6. And Dupac beat West Carroll 53 to 6. Dakota went in a non-conference game and beat Christ the King 61 to 16. Good good win for Coach Sheets and Dakota, new head coach out in Dakota. He gets the win there. Very traditional over, program. Not yep. Yeah, exactly. But a, a a great program in years past that is looking to bounce back. Yes. So they get the win. Forreston and Start and Stockton was an interesting one to me. I was really interested to see if Stockton was gonna make a leap this year, and they still might. But Forreston is really proving that they're not going anywhere. Forreston is still a very good football and that team. was on the road for Forreston. Yeah, so they get the big win there. Um, that's a classic uniform matchup, too, by the way. Forreston and Stockton is like, man, look out. You, that That is just... Uh, hopefully there's uh, somebody can take a picture and send it to UniWash. We already had one Speaking from Rockford. UniWash, did anybody uh, we need to get We need stockings? to get stock, the stockpile UniView. Did that uh, not get on? I don't know if Mitch got it out right tonight. Now. But we need to get the stockpile UniView. It'll be on Twitter. Don't worry, Stock. That's all right. Um, and Fulton, <laughs> Fulton uh, was up 17-0 at halftime. Mm-hmm. And Fulton's kicker is quite amazing. Andy, Andy Quinage. Andy Quinage hit a 44-yard field goal. I think they had meet the steamer night the other night. He kicked a 50-yarder. Yes. I mean, this guy's got a leg. and Actually, two of them. Well, yeah. But, <laughs> but here's the thing. You don't see many kickers at in class one A and two A, and or in the NUIC. He could possibly very well win a game for them. I, I've always said it's like when you're picking March Madness games. You when it comes down to like you don't know who to pick, always pick the team who shoots better free throws. But yes. in, in high school football, when it comes down to like small schools and you don't know who to pick, 
always pick the team with the better kicker. I don't disagree with that. Yep, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's my logic. I don't know if it's ever gotten me anywhere, but that's <laughs> that's the it logic. It got you What's, here, Greg. What does Mitch do on a Friday night? How can he not put the picture of stockpile up? Well, I'll, hey, let's. He's tweeted he's out a lot busy. of stuff. We'll, we'll get he's to it. I, I can get it out. I can post Why it up. Why does he hate stock? I, that's a good question. <laughs> jealous. We're all jealous. Well, when I was in high school, our punter could only kick it about 20 yards. Man, call it out some poor kid from Riverdale. I remember. I, I, remember, remember, I, remember, I bet Riverdale. you sat back that year now and it makes said, sense. you know what? This program is not going to exist in 2000. <laughs> no, I'm just not thinking that at all. Kidding, I thought I'm maybe kidding. stock went to West because, you know, you're a homer. I'm That's true. Very, for what? Very Are much. you joking? You're a homer for Tennessee oh, and Kentucky. but I can admit that. You can't. I'm not because I'm not a homer. It, all yeah, makes, exactly. it feels so right now. Yeah. <laughs> Stockpile and the young lady fighting. So, Stock, no surprises. Lena Winslow wins big. Dupec wins big. Two teams we expect a lot out of yeah. in the NUIC. Dazzo, you notice that Stocking got those scores in the show tonight, even though they're technically yeah, Rockford schools. He did, too. Yeah. You know what? I and love they, it. And we're hurrying at the end. We're like, oh, we got to get done. We're going to start taking your time, pal. <laughs> pal. Shush. <laughs> Remember that one year when you put like those up there, and I'm like, and there's two more scores for me. So to everyone listening, yes, I mean we love we love our NUIC football here in the quad. I do certainly, but in the Quad Cities TV market, a lot of that area goes towards so Rockford. We got? We so got Galena, we got Galena, um, Fulton. Fulton and Milledgeville and like West Carroll. Yep. That's kind of the and Milledgeville's gone not you know gone to eight man. So right. do we have eight man score stocks? Yes, we have some eight man scores. Let's in, go. In quadruple overtime. Whoa. Wow. South Beloit edges River Ridge 42-36. River Ridge the, the Sobos. The Sobos. That's our river year. River Ridge. River Ridge is yes. Yep. Hanover. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um Amboy rolls past Polo 28 to 12. That is a shocker. Amboy is a team that has so much coming back in that eight-man program. They played well last year. They just knocked off the two-time defending state champions in eight-man football. That's a huge win. Tucker Lindemann had a huge game. Ran for a touchdown through two to Brennan Blaine. And I think, if I remember listening to the View from the West podcast, yeah. Uh, that, you said that was the best game of the week, possibly. It's maybe like one of the better games in all of eight-man football all year because of how much Amboy was hyped up and obviously Polo's the two-time defending state champion. And there you go. That's a huge win for Amboy. That's why you, know, you know who's from Amboy, don't you? Who's from Amboy? Greg King. Greg King is from Amboy? Greg, I did not Greg know King that. Is from Amboy. And Cameron Jacobs. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yes, he is. So well, maybe he might be from Dixon. No, he's Amboy. He, he was Amboy. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's talk about is Greg King going to be a guest gr- griller? He should be, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll have him on as long as he wants to be here. Yeah. yeah. All right. So he's he's already he, the contact's been he made, right? Out we, to us. Oh, yeah. yeah. He reached out. All right. Well, let's let's make that happen. God, would that be good? Yeah, make that happen. Yeah. yeah. All right. Is that? Oh, uh, Ottawa Marquette gets the win, twenty six twenty. Ooh. Over Aurora Christian, they threw a 35-yard touchdown pass with 21 seconds left. Ooh. Alex Graham to Logan Nelson, go crazy, folks! Is, is Don Beebe still a coach of that, or his dad, or whoever? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. They, I don't. I don't yeah, they Aurora were Christian, for a long time. I'm not sure if they still yeah. are or not. Either way, it's a huge win for Marquette because yes. Aurora Christian's always good. They play a massively tough schedule for Class 1A. It's a big win for Marquette. They got a tough slate to start, but they get that win. They're one and zero stock. 
Oh, it can't go 9-0 without winning your first game. That's correct. Stock, so now that Riverdale is laying off, laying, laying out, out. Laying out. Laying out this year. Laying out. Welcome to the Ottawa Marquette bandwagon. <laughs> you are an honorary crusader. It's good to have you aboard. <laughs> uh, they're the crew. I remember them in the, when they played in the Three Rivers. I know. they were in the. It was the Big Rivers at big the time. Rivers, yeah. 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 Dazzo still doesn't know the difference, so no, he's still it, trying it to figure it out. crazy, yeah. Yeah. All right, Camille, what else you got? Just about everything. I've got just about everything. What are you doing tomorrow? Um, some volleyball. Yeah, a little Weathersfield volleyball. Yeah. All right, nice. Coach, I think might get his her 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 four hundredth win. Ooh, that's there we go. Yep, so I'll go. be there for that. The bandits play, and then the little leaguers are having like a celebration coming home on Sunday. On Sunday, yeah, I thought about going to that actually. Yep. Yeah, I think Tanglewood. Yep, right? Tanglewood. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk to them and figure out, you know just what their experience was and how much they like talking to Corey all week. <laughs> there you go. Talk to uh talk to Jameson Andreessen. He was the first baseman on my uh, on my team this year in the regular season. But you're so. not biased at all towards Southeast? No. No. Okay. No, nope, not at all. <laughs> no biases. No nope, no biases. Stock nope. so, you would know anything about it. So uh also College football starts tomorrow in the Big Woo! Ten. Nebraska, yeah, I play. Nebraska takes on Northwestern. That's on the, uh, Northwestern. That's yes. what I said on the aisle. No, it's <laughs> Northwestern. Uh, they're on the aisle. <laughs> this hey, is oh, not. Sh- this is not view from the Western. Hey, who, did, <laughs> who does? Who does Nebraska play tomorrow? Northwestern. No, no Northwestern. Northwestern. No, you did, no, Turn. no. It's spelled T E R N. I know how to spell. It's stocked Iowa State. What two? What two SEC schools call the state of Alabama the home? Alabama and Auburn. 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 Here, that's what I said. So say it again. What? Auburn. Auburn. No. No. Burn. That's what I said. No, you yes. didn't. So, well, they're gonna get burned this year because see, they're see, awful. See, so you can say burn. It's just ah burn. Well, I said that. So okay. No, okay. Oh, stock. This is. Just... I, I can say Mississippi. I can also spell Mississippi. What are these accents? What is right? happening? Are you from the south? No, I'm not. I'm from, from. I'm from the west. I'm from Davenport. I was born at uh, Osteopathic Hospital, which is I... now Mid City <laughs> High School. Okay. I need more. I need more Brian Stocking accents, though. <laughs> what else he got? Yeah, What's in the arsenal let's here? Let's try maybe Australian or British. <laughs> British. A spot of tea. Oh. <laughs> That's a winner. Save that. Can That's, you send yeah. the score next week? <laughs> oh man! Next every week, Stocking's got to come with a different yes, accent. Yes, Irish. There we go. I, I, I'll, 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 next say, week. Next to, week. Uh, next week. Channel my inner Kennedy. Next week, Italian. Ooh. No, no, no. No, no. Save it. Just Pe- leave people it. in suspense. Work, work on it for next week. Practice in the mirror. The only, the only two Italians I know are Mussolini and Cacciano. Just say Cacciano. You know Mussolini? <laughs> yeah, we, we went to school together. I believe that. Okay, that's great. Or bruschetta. You could just say, like, food. You know what I'm saying? Like, Cacio Pepe. Spaghetti. Spaghetti's not Italian. Spaghettios. It's American. Spaghettios is more stocking speed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I eat spaghetti. Okay. All right. But you also eat Twinkies and Smarties. Yes. And that's your whole diet. We've laid it all out now. All right. I. It might even be past 1 a.m. now. What? Go no, it's not. <laughs> okay. Not quite. It's getting there. Yeah, Dazzo's got to run a 5K in like four hours. So have fun with that. So it's an hour there. It's an hour back. It's. 
I know, I was there. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, I went. I, we we got to go get gas. I almost, said you sent, I almost said you sent me there as if, yeah. like, I wasn't going to choose to go there. I knew right away. I'm going through the stuff. That's the first one I see. I'm like, well, I'm just going to text this to him. I'm like, I don't know if he wants other options, but there really isn't any other options. Well, and the, and the funny thing is, the funny thing is, I did the exact opposite swing last year, where it was Kiwani hosting Monmouth Roseville and Anwan Weathersfield hosting United. So I did the oh, exact same no games way. last year. Yeah. Although last year I was able to throw in Ridgewood hosting Stark County. So I was able to get a third Dude, game last year, right. which was huge, which was awesome. But, you know, two tonight. Sorry, Rova Williamsfield. We will see you. I will get eyes on you at some point this season. Go Saturday. I Next could. Saturday. I, I kind of, like, commit to Fridays. And then Saturday I kind of, like, got to give back to the family and, like, be at least some part of, like, raising my children. So. You could take them with. One one could go, one could handle yeah, it, two maybe, yeah. but then yeah, then you get down the way. So, all right, final thoughts. Let's go around the room. What do we got? I'll, I'll let Dan say go. No, first. go ahead, buddy. Um, I'm I I really think that we're going to see a very good year out of the Three Rivers Conference. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you mean by that? You saw Erie Prophetstown play well tonight. Yep. Princeton, Princeton and Monmouth Roseville, I believe, meet week. Meet week nine. They both could go could go, be going in that game undefeated. Wow, that's a Ooh, big prediction. Monmouth uh, Roseville and Princeton. That's a big prediction. Okay, all right. Um, I think the most impressive win was Mercer County. Yep. I mean, that not just good. that they won because I thought they could win. Just the when I when I saw, I think you tweeted out that it was twenty two nothing. I was like, oh man, wow. So that's I think my my mine is Mercer County. I want to see how well. UT and Rock Island bounce back from tough road losses. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going here. Um, Why did you skip Camille? Well, I, I'm well, getting, I'm, I was going to let her have the last word okay. here. I, I don't I, know where I'm I going here. I have nothing to add. <laughs> I mean, I don't. How great was it to watch Corey and, and me do our stuff and just. I do that every day. Yeah. Does this feel, <laughs> did, did this feel. I watch y'all do your thing every day. But that was like, I mean, how many Friday night stuff, like <laughs> top, top notch stuff. No, I mean, I love football. So, I mean, this is my bread and butter. So I'm just happy to be here. And the biggest addition to the show this year is y'all. We have not had enough y'all in our shows in the last yeah that's what makes fun of me for saying y'all every day of my life no, I, mean, <laughs> I make fun of you for a lot of stuff <laughs> y'all is at the top of the list no. also guest grillers was uh you know yeah. a, a nice ad too are you, gonna, are you gonna be a guest griller i've been told that i'm not yeah okay but when you do it i'm expecting steaks just saying hmm. see here's the thing like i so like someone are, are you filet? giving him some uh about 20 bucks to get i steak? like i like Sorry, someone just... to prepare steak for me i don't know that i'm really we like... can marinate it and then you just flip it right you just have to cut okay. it and see if it's medium. I would. I think. <laughs> I think I like. I think I like calling man. highlights. He's a then, family uh, man, you know. He he's got he's got to watch his change. You might have to get you know cough up the money for the steaks. No, right. we do. We, that's like five. We didn't make five. the hair go by all the food today. <laughs> no, that, you know, that's, Stop. Do you think I would expect filet mignons and not like at least make Andy McKay pay for it? <laughs> no, I thought you were going to pay for it. Please, I don't make that kind of money. Well, you're t- I make McDonald's money, okay? I just come to work. Hey, hey, there's nothing wrong with McDonald's. <laughs> I like McDonald's. Or a little Chick-fil-A. Or a little Chick-fil-A. <laughs> or, a little Chick-fil-A. Or, a little Chick-fil-A. or a Chick-fil-A. All right, that'll oh, do it. awesome. <laughs> Set it on air. We'll see you next week.